Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we start a new uh, week. Uh, good morning. Happy Monday. Yeah, happy Monday. Uh, lots and lots going on. Um, you know, we've we've talked about our, you know, our premise is, um, you know, come and see uh, finding truth in a world of chaos. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and the world's chaotic, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, we've been, you know, talking about Israel, and um, one of the things that uh, has happened uh, is that, as, as and we had talked a little briefly about it, it was going to happen, but now it's officially mm-hmm. happened, and that is that uh, Netanyahu is no longer the prime minister. Right. Uh, so Bennett uh, is the new prime minister. He's in office. Um, and again, the way they do this is they uh, had the, what's called cobbled together um, a coalition mm-hmm. uh, of all these different factions. And in order to do that, um, and again, this will be the interesting thing to watch, that uh, they actually sign agreements. Right. Uh, you support me and our party and our majority, and I will then agree to these conditions that you lay on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're actually written agreements uh, that uh, get done. So it's not a, it, it's, it's a not a fragile situation, though, from what you've described to me. Right? Very, very fragile, as well yeah. as, um, uh, you know, they uh, they have to honor those. And if they don't honor them, then the party that gave them that, uh, you know, vote basically withdraws that support and they can force it into, uh, well, your government isn't legitimate. And mm-hmm. you have to go to another election, uh, right? Uh, which they've been through four. And this was a pretty narrow, even getting this, um, my understanding, getting this in as a legitimate government, it passed by a very narrow, narrow margin. Yeah, correct? they just they just barely yeah. ha- have enough what's called the majority between all these different uh, parties. Uh, they just barely have uh, a majority. And they... <laughs> They signed it with only two hours to go before the deadline right. of if you can't do it, then we're going to have another election. Yeah. Uh, so any frailty could really cause things to yeah, shift quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so Netanyahu, remember, he won the majority. Uh, didn't mean he had the the uh, could could serve as prime minister because he didn't have enough votes mm-hmm. uh, to do it per se. So he tried to cobble together a uh, coalition. First, he's the first one. You you right. had the majority. Uh, you got thirty days to go do this, and he tried. Um, right. But because of his position uh, and his unwillingness to agree to things that he know knows from his perspective mm-hmm. uh, wasn't tenable, um, he didn't just sign the agreements right. just to be there. Just to see, he said, "I you know I don't I can't do it, um, uh, and I'm not willing to compromise." So. We know that Bennett did, mm-hmm. and so by definition, and again, this is just supposition, but probable, mm-hmm. he compromised on some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting enough, uh, not nobody yet knows exactly what all that is. Um, so oh, really? it's huh. it's well, okay, probably compromised, and over the next you know three to six months. We'll find out um, where those compromises are mm-hmm. uh, and what happens. And again, uh, you know, we we went through the the battle of Hamas and the Shiites in Iran. Um, will they test him and mm-hmm. come back and do the same thing? They knew they knew they saw the response of Netanyahu, and they and they basically agreed to okay. We can't have you go any further because they 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 believed that Netanyahu would just wipe him off, um, right. and he wouldn't quit until he did. Right. And, and Egypt, um, uh, you know, brokered that uh, uh, ceasefire. Mm-hmm. Um, so they agreed to that, but 
now with a new leader, and typically what happens is they now test that. Right. Um, and they'll come and see, okay, I'm going to do this, this attack again and see how this guy responds um, mm-hmm. and where his resolve points are. So uh, uh, it's going to be chaotic, so to speak, in the Middle East uh, with the change. Uh, we, from our side of it, would be watch what happens, mm-hmm. uh, pay lots of attention uh, to what happens next because it's gonna, it is going to have impact on it. And remember, it's, uh, Israel is the center uh, of the focus of what happens in the end time. So the question that we're all asking, and we're, and we're actually going to set up a, a start a series on that, uh, which we'll probably do that like once every other week uh, for one day, uh, a, a overview of the end times. Because uh, there's yeah, a lot, lot. I think a lot of people are looking forward to that. Yeah, really, really. Uh, yeah. There really a lot of misunderstanding. Uh, people have read a lot of stuff into things and written mm-hmm. and say this is so. Uh, and the way that you and I do it is, well, we're just going to relate what the scriptures say. Right. Uh, and all we can do is stand on what the scriptures say. And we can, we can say, well, this might apply to this. But uh, we don't try to take it so far to say, well, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly like something simple like the rapture. Uh, I just had this discussion last night with this uh, group that we were, or this last week that uh, we had with this group. Uh, for a reunion from a retreat, but their question was about the, about the rapture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went through it uh, briefly, and I said, well, here's scripture. And um, I said, uh, there's cases in scripture for pre-rap, pre-trib rapture, mid-trib rapture, post-trib rapture, mm-hmm. and it's not specified as absolute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and brilliant people have tried to pick apart, which is the correct one. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you, can, you can build the case by taking mm-hmm. some of those verses and say, well, it's this and it's that. Um, but the truth is, well, it doesn't specify with absoluteness, mm-hmm. this is it. Um, and so the way I receive that always is when, when God didn't do that for us, because there's a lot of things mm-hmm. in Scripture that are absolute. Yes. Uh, not fuzzy at all. It's this way. This is it. This is the truth. It's mm-hmm. not fuzzy. When he when he gives us situations where it's not clear, mm-hmm. he did it on purpose, right? Um, and that's what we'll discuss. Well, what's the purpose of that? What? Sh- how should we approach that then? Um, mm-hmm. uh, what do we do with that? And we're and we're talking about the end times. There's lots of things that are specified, so we know are going to happen. But some of the detail about that. Like, for mm-hmm. example, and we actually had this discussion last night, is, uh, well, is the rapture going to happen? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's absolute. Right. The question they have, well, when? When? <laughs> not absolute. Um, right. Okay, well, then we know one thing and, and we don't know something else. So uh, mm-hmm. that, that'll be quite fun. Uh, but uh, as we're you know, getting into uh, uh, what's going on with Israel is uh, they're the center of, of lots of things that happen as we approach the end, mm-hmm. ultimately that the entire world comes against them, uh, and they try to, and the Antichrist tries to uh, annihilate them and, and wipe them off the face of the earth. So uh, we'll we'll talk about that uh, as well. And in the economy, uh, in U.S. economy, um, inflation is getting more uh, uh, sure uh, mm-hmm. happening, and. Um, their, the job report came out and it wasn't as strong as, as they would hoped. Uh, so there's some concern about, okay, what really is going to happen and how is that going to play out? And again, there's not a, there's not a certainty, uh, other than inflation causes us trouble, uh, that right. we have to pay attention to, um, you know, is the economy hitting a bump where they're about ready to go into potentially a recession? And again, that's a, mm-hmm. a question mark. The answer at the moment would be no. But, but perhaps down the road, and then with inflation, uh, the Fed, uh, which by the way, as we get into the overview of the end times, we'll talk about this, but uh, most Americans don't have any understanding of what the Fed is. Right. Uh, they think it's an agency of the, of the executive branch uh, because the president member, um, he appoints the Fed chairman. Mm-hmm. So everybody thinks, well, the Fed is a U.S. government agency basically directed and appointed by the president. And mm-hmm. <laughs> that none of that is true. Um, 
the Fed is an independent agency owned by foreign people from the United States. Um, I did not know that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they and they they provide the money policy, mm-hmm. uh, and they've got the money, which they then lend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and support and give to banks, et cetera. But all their policies, it's not a U.S. government agency. It's actually owned by foreigners. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. true. That's true of all the federal banks around the world. And I'll, and I'll go into the detail of that. Uh, it's actually, interesting enough, owned by one family um, in the entire world. And I, I won't even tell you what that is, but uh, stay tuned uh, and, we'll, <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll have it. But um, the Fed... Uh, basically, uh, what they one thing that they do, and this is again universal around the world, is uh, and they're called central banks. Mm-hmm. They control the interest rates. Right. Uh, I think a lot of people are waiting to hear. We you know we've said before we tape these in advance, but waiting to hear there's an announcement coming out soon that they're going to be talking about if this inflation that we're seeing is actually transitory or if we're going to see it take a an actual increase and stick around for more than a little while. Yeah. So. Uh, now here's my prediction on that, by the way. Yeah. Um, and here, and I'll tell you why. They'll call it transitory. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe Less panic in a transitory. Well, <laughs> uh, it's because, see, I believe that um, they put uh, everybody in a position where they no longer have an option until and, and if they would like to collapse it mm-hmm. to raise interest rates. Uh, mm. Because our governments, and this is true of all the governments, um, our, our uh, borrowing, what's called our debt, uh, known debt, by the way, and we have what we call on-balance debt and off-balance debt. Mm-hmm. Um, so I won't even talk about the off-balance debt, which is approximately $100 trillion. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but that the known on balance uh, debt is 30 trillion and it's skin is growing, you know, it's going to go to 35 and it's going to go to 40. Um, well, the, um, our, our, uh, every year budget mm-hmm. pays interest on that debt. They don't pay back principal, but they pay interest. Uh, mm-hmm. well, the interest rates are incredibly low. So a, a budget like ours, our GDP budget, um, can handle that interest payment right. and, and still do these other things. Now, they can't quite do everything because what's happening is because no matter what, they can't do everything, but they still, they still act as if they can. Right. So what happens? I just add more debt. Mm. Uh, we've gone in the last four years. So we're seeing that raise. We've gone from 18, 18 yeah. trillion to 30 trillion in just three to four years. Yeah. Um, under, by the way, a Republican and a Democrat. I was going to say, I mean, honestly, so, we see that we see their inability to stick yeah. to a budget yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everywhere. And, and yeah. balancing a budget, I don't even talk about that. So, yeah. Um, and this tells you something about the political process. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, people get wrapped up in parties. Well, this party's going to do things uh, better. And, okay, uh, culturally, that may be so, but economically, not so. Yeah, uh, and so it, it's it's skyrocketed. So uh, I believe they'll call it transitory, and then it'll be a reason why they won't they won't either raise interest rates and or raise them very much, mm-hmm. because if they raise them significantly, the amount of interest that our government would have to pay out of their annual budget would be it mm-hmm. so large that they couldn't provide these other services. Interesting. Uh, and so they're st- uh, what I call they're kind of stuck mm-hmm. uh, with I can't really do that so anymore. They need they need a justification for keeping the interest rates low at the moment. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and hmm. um, that uh, because of it, uh, and again we'll talk about the end times. But um, if they ever wanted to collapse the system, mm-hmm. uh, they could just raise interest rates. Right. Uh, in a big way. And that would collapse everybody because they couldn't, they would just crush everybody. Um, so mm-hmm. it's an interesting place, uh, but inflation and then assuming that they don't raise interest rates, uh, what happens to us personally is that um, our discretionary income now uh, costs more to buy things mm-hmm. uh, because goods and services, you know, increase. 
my income doesn't necessarily keep up with that. And by the way, more new taxes are coming on top of that. So right. my discretionary income shrinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, what, where do I put my investments, you know, that, that are going to have some value uh, uh, over time? So uh, these are all the practical questions mm-hmm. of inflation is happening. It's, it's, it's here. And by the way, it's predicted because of the spending of the government. Right. Um, so uh, there will be an impact of that. And again, the, the, uh, as you look at, you know, what we talked about with Israel, the economy, mm-hmm. um, personally, what's going to happen. Uh, and all we're trying to say is that it's no longer predictable Mm-hmm. And and known by us, per se. So we need to have somebody that knows it, and that would be God. God. Right. And yeah. even in the midst of all these things that we can look at the indicators of, we have seen. I mean, goodness, this is a living example. The last year and a half between COVID and natural disasters and everything else, there are disruptors. Yes. We absolutely cannot predict. So we can watch certain things and indicate, but but we cannot predict the disruptors. Yet even those disruptors were not a mystery to God. No. And so as we abide with him, he can lead us in how to navigate wisely through the midst of it. Yep. Yep. And uh and the thing of the chaos is that um both the unknown which we can't predict anymore, uh, mm-hmm. like we used to. We used to have pretty good cycles in, in economics, and mm-hmm. yeah, we know where we are in the cycle, and we can be on the up and the downside, but it's going to come back up at a certain time. All of those things have changed, um, mm-hmm. and we can't predict it anymore. And then you you introduced uh, properly that uh, at any point in time, um, internationally, uh, throughout the world, mm-hmm. a disruptor can occur. Yeah, um, and uh, we had the situation with the uh, uh, pipeline being hacked, mm-hmm. and that disrupted things so that there's all of a sudden an increase in the uh, prices of, of gas. Right. Uh, and even just the droughts that and the are drought, coming and up. And the droughts. Yeah, there's several uh, things just going on that are interesting. Uh, there's, there's big time uh, fear about the uh, mm-hmm. droughts in California, in uh, Oregon, Nevada, and part of Arizona that, um, again, because of the season coming up, Mm-hmm. Are we going to see massive uh, forest fires, you know, and destruction? Right. Um, right. And of course, if you live in one of those areas like Napa Valley, California, where the wine country is, mm-hmm. you know, and you have another major fire, uh, you know, it could actually destroy the whole thing. So right. um, disrupting is going to be the name of the game. Right. Uh, and not even just um, American-centric disruptor. You know, those no. kind of, what we're talking about, these droughts that are going on will have ripple effects all the way to the poorest of countries. That's right. That's right. Know. Food supply. Um, mm-hmm. I, we didn't actually talk about, but the, uh, the meat industry uh, suppliers, yeah. guess what? They got hacked. Yeah. Um, and it threw off their whole supply chain situation and the prices of beef skyrocketed and mm-hmm. the ability to, you know, continue to maintain that is, is being threatened. Right. Uh, because they chose them. This is after the pipe oil pipeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's go after the meat industry. And they yeah. did. Uh, and they were right. successful. Uh, so because of the technology that we're becoming, you know, uh, which is in a way so positive with all the things we can do with it. Mm-hmm. It also becomes a threat because yeah. if something shuts that down, uh, right. I now can't function. Right. Uh, so uh, the the key is, as we're talking about abiding in the Holy Spirit, uh, is none of this catches God by surprise. Right. Uh, that he knows and he knows how to guide us. Uh, it says the Holy Spirit guides us into all truth. Uh, and let's pick that up again, and maybe we can uh, talk a little bit further about that and then uh, uh, move deeper into this birth. But if you'd read John 16, 13 to 15 again, just to remind everybody where we are. But this is the role of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Jesus is speaking in the Upper Room Discourse and says, mm-hmm. here is what the Holy Spirit's role is. So go ahead and read that, and then we can talk about it again. Sure. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Yep. Um, So uh, beautiful role of the Holy Spirit. Remember, he's resident within us. Uh, That's what he's constantly wanting to do. 
mm-hmm. uh, is to gu- uh, guide and lead us. Uh, and he says, into all truth. Uh, mm-hmm. And truth is, because he knows all the truth, that um, uh, he's saying, I'm going to guide you where you are along your path of the things that you need to know the truth about, which you know c- encompasses all the way from the global, what I call the global, mm-hmm. uh, so that if I'm going to get affected by this disrupt this uh, disruptor, uh, I'm mm-hmm. going to get a, I'm going to get affected by something that occurs globally. Um, well, he's going to guide me into that truth. He'll say, "Okay, I, yeah. I, I'm going to help you understand this and what to do with this, uh, and to get prepared for as we seek that truth." And again, mm-hmm. a simple a simple example of that was, um, and I actually was was assisting somebody with this. Uh, back in December of 2019, mm-hmm. uh, this is in commercial real estate office buildings, um, and he was in a process of uh, investing, reinvesting, and building more. Mm-hmm. Um, and based on the perspective of the economy and where things were uh, and what has been happening in that industry, logically the answer was, yeah, sure. Um, go do, go do it, uh, you know, invest and, and you'll have, you know, you'll, you'll be fine just like it has been. Well, uh, my recommendation to him was, um, I think you need to go talk to God first. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it's not because of anything that I, I knew or sense. It's just, that's what I say to people is, right. well, before you, uh, process your own decision in the flesh, mm-hmm. which we've talked about. Uh, why don't you go check in with God uh, because he'll guide you into all truth. Right. And by the way, he knows. Uh, so uh, so wouldn't said, that be better? <laughs> so he said, he said, yeah, okay, he did. And he did, he started processing. And remember, it's not about logic. Mm-hmm. It's not about, well, just give me the logic. And, 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 and like we tell God, explain to me in a way that is logically understandable to me why I should or shouldn't do something, you know, and God, mm-hmm. God, you know, God laughs at us and says, uh, it doesn't quite work that way. Um, right. Why don't you just pay attention and listen to what I have to say um, and go to a pure question. What do you have to say about this? So he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and all he got back was uh, no, um, uh, that the spirit has just given you a sense of foreboding and uh, it's not my recommendation that you proceed. And it wasn't like the why or the what it was just mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm, I'm making you feel uncomfortable. Right. Um, and so I'm not giving you a thumbs up. Uh, I'm saying, I think you need to wait. I think you need to, mm-hmm. I think you need to process a little bit further and I'm not giving you a green light. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't know why, but, he said, that's what I'm hearing. I said, well, <laughs> pay, attention. pay attention. If I was you, I'd pay attention. And why don't you just wait mm-hmm. before you invest? There's something coming up. Um, mm-hmm. So wait until you see what happens and then you'll know what to do next. Um, he said, well, when? I said, <laughs> I said, now the beautiful thing about God is uh, he doesn't tell you that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's going to say to you, I've told you to wait and don't change that understanding until I tell you something different. Mm-hmm. And I said, it could be a month, could be two months, three months, five months, six months. I don't know. Um, but he did tell you to wait. Okay. So um, he did. Uh, well, March hits 2020 mm-hmm. and COVID. Um, and in even um, the beginning of that, uh, people were, what does this mean? Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, health department um, from uh, Fauci and all that were saying, you know, well, uh, we don't know how long it's going to last. Uh, you don't need to even wear a mask. Hmm. Um, you know, they weren't. <laughs> I forget that it even started at that. <laughs> uh, you know, they weren't saying anything is going to be changed or locked down. We're not sure how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. So it took, you know, about a month or so or two or three where they said, oh, um, we're going to lock things down. And interesting enough, it started over in Europe uh, mm-hmm. and they started locking down uh, you know, business and, rest- right. and restaurants and then it floated back over here. Well, um, okay, now it's, you know, from December 19 to now uh, April going into May, it's, you know, five, five six months. Um, he could understand, <laughs> okay, I mm-hmm. see, I see why I was supposed to wait. 
because uh, right. this is not a, not a, he said, he said, so, you know, now what do I do? I said, well, go at, go ask God and talk to him further and uh, see what he says. And he kept getting, because it's like, well, when this is over, won't it be back to normal? Mm-hmm. Um, and God kept telling him, wait, you know, wait, mm-hmm. wait, wait, wait. Uh, and as he's seeing now, and, and it is coming back. And so the, you know, the businesses are opening up, but here's what happened, Kathy, is that, um, everybody what what called telecommuted mm-hmm. and that is i learned uh to do things like we're doing on zoom right um i've learned that i can get work done at my house uh you know uh, linking into a central computer or to the mm-hmm. files um and we can get on meetings if we have to um but i don't need to go to the office right so, or at least not full time. Not so full time. A lot of uh, room for downsizing. Yeah. So exactly. So uh, what's happening is that um, these businesses have said we're not going to go back to the same pattern of filling mm-hmm. up these spaces with people. We're going to shrink, mm-hmm. and we're going to go to a, a way where people do come together periodically, mm-hmm. but instead of coming to the office five days a week. They're only going to come in when they have to have meetings, um, right. and they'll just do it maybe two times a week. But we don't need all the space. We've got a right. I got a friend uh, that has a large uh, uh, billion plus company. Uh, they just recently, uh, because of that, they sold their building, right? Uh, huge building because they said <laughs> we we don't have people to fill it anymore. We're right. not. We're going to operate right. completely differently. So they're they're looking to downsize um, uh, in a different uh, way. So. Um, uh, because of their uh, downsizing, uh, they need less commercial office space. Right. So now this commercial developer uh, is looking at, huh? Um, okay, I got I got through COVID, but now there's a new paradigm in my market mm-hmm. that I have to deal with. So, okay, Father, what would you have me do now? And then you know God will get him the answer because I'll guide you into all truth. Right. Uh, so the beautiful thing is that um, because God knows the truth, um, he, and he's always operating for us in the, in, in the aspect of what's called the covenant, I'm going to bless you to make mm-hmm. you a blessing, and I have come to give you life and give it to you super abundantly. Um, you can trust that. And, mm-hmm. and this is what's so cool. Um, our perspective is, well, when the economy is doing well or my industry is doing well, I can see how you could do that. Mm-hmm. When things aren't going well, aren't I going to suffer because of that? Um, and you're not going to give me abundant life, um, and I don't really expect it. And see, God, and this is the cool thing about God is saying, um, I didn't tell you if there's if there's economic positive conditions or if your industry <laughs> is doing perfectly that that's my way of doing it. Uh, right. Uh, it's rather I can do it because none of that none of that harm prevents me from fulfilling this mm-hmm. thing. Now he says, "What I may have you do is something different." Mm-hmm. Uh, so instead of building that office building, I might have you go do something different because uh, the truth the truth is that that industry or that piece of the industry isn't going to do well. Right. Uh, but I'm telling you that up front, and now I'm going to guide you into what will happen, what you do need to do, and including, mm-hmm. and see this, and, and this is if we trust God, this is so cool, is that uh, whatever his answer is, guiding me into all truth, right. I trust it throughout the entire uh, end line, including, and I've had a few uh, people this last year, that God said, you need to, you need to close your business down. Uh, mm. you need to get all that cash. Don't spend any more money on this. Get all that cash because I'm going to have something new for you. Right. Uh, when this is over. Um, and, and see, it's not a matter of, well, my preference would be to have my business just succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so God, just take care of that. And God says, well, remember. It may not be what he has. No, because remember, <laughs> I'm guiding you into all truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll show you the truth of what's, what's happening, going to happen, and where you fit in that. And my solution for you might be, you know what? It's time for you to end your business. It's time for you to mm-hmm. sell your business. It's time for you to do something different. 
because my solution is to actually get you to a different place. Mm-hmm. Now it'll be a it'll be a covenant place. Uh, do you do you trust me? Um, uh, and that that even bears down to individual you know uh, people who are working, where God would might say to you that you know this company or this industry isn't going to do well. So well, yeah, I'm asking you to start looking for a different job because I have something else for you. Um, mm-hmm. um, or you're you are going to be downsized. I, I've had that right. happen. I've had that happen quite a bit throughout my uh, actually career, not for me personally, but uh, people have uh, as I as they're processing God's will, they said I have a sense, right, that that our company or our you know is going to be downsized, and I'm going to get terminated. Mm-hmm. I have this sense. Uh, and see, I'm saying, Holy Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit. Pay attention. Yeah. Pay, pay attention. He's alerting you now mm-hmm. to say, yep, this is, ha- this is happening. And see, he says, don't come and pray to me. Well, just make sure it doesn't happen to me. Mm-hmm. He says, you got to ask him what he has to say. <laughs> ask him what he has to say. Keep going the opposite direction. Okay. Based upon what I sense and you're giving me mm-hmm. a heads up, um, what do you have to say about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he could say, you know, no, your your position's fine. Uh, you'll be okay. Uh, or it could be, yeah, it's going to happen. Uh, it's time. You start looking, uh, start networking right now because I have a different place for you. My covenant answer isn't mm-hmm. this company. It's some other place. Right. Um, do you? Well, and even think about Mike Shero's testimony that he shared a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and how beautiful was that? How God God didn't give him really any specifics on that, except you know, this is what I want you to do. And then after the move was made, the downsizing that he had not even thought was on the radar ended up coming, and God had saved him from that without him realizing it. Yeah, yeah. And until um, after the fact, uh, and so that it was, was beautiful. And within it was, by the way, within the context of. Uh, my plan for you uh, is mm-hmm. to get to San Antonio. Yeah. Um, and it has benefit for you and your family. And, and by the way, you and God speaking to Mike at the time, you don't understand this, but I'm actually, I'm actually saving you right. from a problem and I'm leading you. And by the way, uh, God, he didn't even know existed. <laughs> didn't exist. And he said, um, uh, and, and remember our perspective when we said, be led into all truth. Mm-hmm. Our, perspe- our perspective is, would you tell me the entire story? Right. So that I can decide, so I can decide. If, if I want to step into this if, or not. If I'm going um, and see, it's always, are you willing to trust me? Mm-hmm. Because without faith, it's impossible to please me. God speaking. Right. Um, and I'm going to bring you to the point, are you obedient to my instruction? Mm-hmm. Why? Because you trust, I'm going to give you the covenant. So that. Right. In Mike's story, which I still keep uh, rejoicing at, is I love his story. <laughs> uh, is that he had to choose? I'm quitting my work with no other job available to me, mm-hmm. and we're going to San Antonio. Why? Because God said so, um, right. and God spoke to both of them. This is my will, and they were neutral. They got and that was it. Neutral. That was all the instruction. That they was had. it. I'm not telling you anymore. Because our question is, well, okay, then what? Then right. what? He says, I'll let you know when you get there. Um, mm-hmm. And so literally he quits. And then that same afternoon, <laughs> um, he gets a call from the other guy in the company, same company mm-hmm. he was working for, and said, hey, I heard you're going to, you're moving and, and you quit. Yep. He says, okay, um, actually I have something to say to you, but I was instructed by God not mm-hmm. to tell you. And that is, I have a job for you in San Antonio. Right. Um, and it's going to be fantastic. Uh, and so uh, God, that's how God functions is, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Do you trust me? I'm leading you into all truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you really believe that, and you always also believe it's going to lead to the best, it's going to lead to covenant, it's going to lead to the abundant life. And by the way, uh, we'll keep saying it doesn't mean absent of difficulty. It doesn't mean right. absent of trouble. Uh, in the world, you're going to have trouble. Uh, you're going to mm-hmm. have adversity. You're not exempt from the living in the world of the enemy. But he says, fundamentally, this is where I'm headed. And uh, there's a neat uh, verse uh, that kind of illustrates uh, the beauty of our ability to uh, be led into all truth. But if you, this is actually the, a story of the Queen of Sheba 
going to Solomon. And in this case, we would read it, when we read it, we would consider Solomon to be the one uh, representing God and Queen of Sheba would be representing us. So uh, read verse 1 Kings 10, uh, 1 through 5. Uh, this, okay. is, uh, this is the story of the Queen of Sheba and it has a bearing on our discussion. Okay, it says, Now when the Queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. She came to Jerusalem with a very great retinue, with camels bearing spices and very much gold and precious stones. And when she came to Solomon, she told him all that was on her mind. And Solomon answered all her questions. There was nothing hidden from the king that he could not explain to her. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all the wisdom of Solomon, the house that he had built, the food of his table, the seating of his officials, and the attendance of his servants, their clothing, his cupbearers, and his burnt offerings that he offered at the house of the Lord, there was no more breath in her. <laughs> she was, she was, man, whew. Wow. Without words. Uh, without words. I have nothing to say. I, you know, I can't say that. Um, so uh, as we look at that, there's a representation of what God's trying to tell us about being led into all truth. Mm -hmm. She said, I've got a lot of, and the, and the word there is, is unknowable questions. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know the answer to these questions. Hard, what, you know, it's considered hard questions. Um, if it was easy, it would be, yeah, sure, I can figure this out. Right. Um, but she says uh, it comes, she came with all of her hard questions. There's, there's things about life. There's things about, now remember, she's, she's the queen of Sheba. <laughs> uh, so she's very wealthy. She's very accomplished. Uh, lots mm -hmm. of wonderful things have happened for her. Um, and she says, I still have these difficult things mm -hmm. that I would like to get some answers to. And so I heard that Solomon, and by the way, we know something about that. Uh, remember when Solomon, God come, comes to Solomon and says, what would you like? And he asked for wisdom above all else. Give yeah. me the ability to hear your voice and I'll approach it as if I'm a little kid because mm -hmm. I really don't know. And I'm not going to know. So I'm just going to go to right. you. So really she's going to God. Um, so uh, she comes and she says, um, uh, you know, with her hard questions, but she said that, she told him all that was on her mind. Um, so it wasn't like, well, I've, I've segregated the top five questions mm -hmm. uh, and I'm giving you those. The rest of it, I guess I, guess I won't bother you with. She said, I'm going to tell you everything that I'm dealing with mm -hmm. um, and all that was on her mind. Okay, so that when we're being led to, by the Holy Spirit into truth, God says, Give me all your hard questions. Mm -hmm. um, and what I call hard questions for us uh, is when we have what's called a sticky wicket. It's, it's a term out of uh, um, uh, cricket uh, mm -hmm. that, um, you know, it's hard to get to make it work. Um, and, uh, uh, and so I can't figure this out. I'm in a dilemma. Um, mm -hmm. It seems to me that if I go this way, uh, it could be problematic. If I go that way, it could be problematic. I'm not sure what's going to work. Uh, I've got a really hard question. Um, mm -hmm. And again, believers, um, what we tend to do is we, uh, what I call, uh, go to resignation and give up on it. Mm -hmm. Is well, it's kind of unknowable. Uh, nobody can answer this question. And they don't even think that, they don't think to go to God and let him answer it. Uh, nobody can answer this question, so um, they just basically go to resignation, and the, and the outcome of that is, well, whatever happens, happens, mm -hmm. um, and that's it. Well, well, Queen of Sheba said, well, I'm going to go with all my questions, and she shared everything that was on her heart, and then uh, what did, how did Solomon respond to that? How many questions did he answer? Absolutely every one of them. All of them. Uh, he said nothing was <laughs> too difficult. Incredible wisdom, yeah. Uh, I can answer all of them. Um, mm -hmm. And it so overwhelmed her of these answers and how he treated his servants and how mm -hmm. uh, things were so uh, beautiful, it took her breath away. Right. Uh, it, was, it was just overwhelming to her. Uh, and, and see, God says, uh, as you're being led into truth, uh, he said, don't stop at, at what you consider to be the easy stuff. 
mm-hmm. and say, well, tell me what you want us to do about that, and hopefully, hopefully I can receive it. Uh, it's come at me with everything you got um, mm-hmm. and all the sticky wickets you got and the seemingly uh, uh, issues that you can't seem to figure out. Um, uh, and as I've experienced that with me, my uh, Linda and I, as well as other people, um, well, we, we get a lot of sticky questions mm-hmm. um, that are difficult, very, very difficult. Uh, there's no obvious answer. Um, and no matter how much we process it together to just come up with our own answer, we can't do it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the moment that God says, ask me and I'll give you this amazing answer that nobody else has, has thought about uh, mm-hmm. because I know the truth. And, and my role right. is to guide you into that place where you see what I see, because I already see mm-hmm. the answer. Um, and uh, one of the great examples in scripture is Solomon himself, uh, where I uh, remember you had uh, somebody that had a baby and the other uh, woman was claiming it was her baby. Mm, uh, yes. And they're, and they're fighting over it. Um, and um, I want it, no, I want it, I want it, no, I want it. Um, and so uh, they go to Solomon, uh, and Solomon says, uh, you know, and of course our view of it would be, well, Solomon, just pick whoever you want. Mm-hmm. And see, Solomon, Father, what do you have me do? He said, well, approach it this way, and, and, right. we'll, and we'll get it. And then it. you test the heart. <laughs> and so what he did is he said, well, I'll just cut it in half, give each half. Um, and, and the real mother or the one that wasn't the real, uh, the, the real mother said, okay, give her, right. give, give it away, give it away. And, she Sol- cared more about and Solomon the said, yeah. you're, you're the real mom. Um, so yeah. I'm giving it to you. Uh, so, um, the wisdom of God, see, is so clever, mm-hmm. uh, that even Solomon himself understood, I would have never dreamt that I would have never thought of that, right. um, to get to the truth of this. Um, and have everybody understand the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, Father, what do you have to say about this? So that as we approach things, um, you know, there's people that I'm dealing with right now that got some very sticky business stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what do we do about this? Or I've got employee issues. Uh, what do, you know? What do I do about this? Um, I've got relationship issues with, um, you know husbands and wives and well how do we handle this and and see the key is that well you don't stop short mm-hmm. and say well whatever happens happens he says no the holy spirit's role is to guide you into all truth right uh so come to me ask me seek me and i will get you the answer in a way that you understand the answer mm-hmm. because the holy spirit's role is to guide you, and the word guide there is take you to the place where you see the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and keep going, keep going, keep going, uh, and don't give up on it until, you know, you receive it. And, you know, for Linda and I, um, you know, we, we, we often have these sticky, what we call these sticky questions, um, and uh, we don't pretend to know the answer, mm-hmm. and then we lay it out there, and and of course, our desire would be, you know, just get to the punchline and tell me the answer, you know. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, walk with me. I'll start to give you insight. I'll start to give you clarity. Um, and then you're processing and understanding a few things. Um, and then literally two, three, four, five, you know, weeks later, um, all of a sudden, as we've been processing it, um, somebody can say something, uh, Linda can get an idea. I can get an idea. It's a thought that comes into me is, do you see this? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, oh, that's the answer right. uh, to this sticky thing. Uh, wow, how cool is this? Um, and what Linda and I do is because we know this to be true, we throw every hard question we got. And mm-hmm. by the way, we expect an answer. Right. Uh, we're expecting the answer because he said he's going to guide us into all truth and we're going to get the truth. And the fun thing is, is to enjoy the process right. until you get the truth. Right. Um, and by the way, we, we don't even worry about doing this alone. Uh, we'll do that in our small group. Uh, we'll do this with people around me. Uh, you know, Dave Dunkel is one that 
um, uh, I'll, I'll process stuff with specifically mm-hmm. is, hey, by the way, this is what I'm hearing. I got a sticky wicket. You know, any thoughts, insight you've got? Um, and so the body is really helpful. Uh, so I don't, I don't pretend to say, well, uh, you know, you're at a different hierarchy on my, on my uh, relationship issue. It's, Father, you can, uh, I'm going to let other people help me. Because you have right. the body to help me, and and why would I not? Um, and right. I don't I don't care where it comes from. Uh, right. And the cool thing is, then when you get it, it's like, ah, I see it. Ooh, how cool mm-hmm. is this? Wow, look at this solution. Uh, this is this is remarkable. You know, because why? Well, the Holy Spirit's guiding you into all truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you've had similar uh, experiences. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, one of the things I was just thinking about that is. Um, it's absolutely, you know, what you're saying is so true with those, those sticky questions and being able to really process them. But I think something that we can fall into also is to think, well, my question isn't sticky enough to ask God, <laughs> or it's not a big enough deal. And the reality yeah. is that the Holy Spirit wants to guide us into all truth. So even, even these smaller things that are going on in our lives, he has a truth for, and he wants to lead us. And I think back even to something as silly as um, this past April, we took um, our daughter down to Anna Maria Island yep. for April vacation. Yep. And um, God is that, alerted Is that me. off in Naples, by the way? It is. Um, it's, we, it's closer off of Tampa, Tampa, off of Tampa okay. Bay is closer right. okay. to that area. Anna Maria. I'm thinking maybe no, Amelia Island. You're thinking Island. of Marco Island. Marco, it's that's Marco what I'm Island of, yeah. is off of Naples. Anna Maria Island, beautiful seven mile island, um, very narrow, just beautiful beaches, kind of a throwback, a beautiful area in Florida. But anyway, he had laid on our heart. We had been asking him where we should, if we should be going, where we should be going. And he had laid on our heart. Her name is Anna Maria. <laughs> and, uh, and he had laid on our heart that this would be a place of refreshment for her in this season, uh, for her and her friend. And then me being me, I'm like, okay, got it, God, Anna Maria. And I'm on the computer and I'm looking at flights and I'm looking at places to stay. And I'm, you know, I got it, God, I'll be back when I'm done. <laughs> and, and as I'm pulling things up, the prices of things were just exorbitant yeah. for the type of place we wanted to stay. And I'm like, you've yeah. got to be kidding me. Yeah. I don't really, I didn't feel a peace in my heart, honestly, about, okay, this, this doesn't feel, we could do this, yes, but this doesn't really feel, I don't feel a peace about it right now. And he's like, pay attention to that. And so it's something as simple as vacation. And so he reeled me back in and said, I told you when, I told you where, I didn't say do it yet. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. I'm a planner. I am ready to go. <laughs> and and so I'm continuing to pray. Dan's continuing to pray. Yeah, but yeah, but so do I you know you know my God. plan? You know, hey, come on, God. You know, you know, you know yeah. my plan. You know, come and, on. And don't you know prices go up? That's it. Yeah. Get if I yeah. don't book. This is how yeah. it works. Don't God. you know this? Don't you understand this? <laughs> exactly. So we're praying, and I'm like, you know, have you gotten the go ahead yet? Nope. Have you gotten the go ahead yet? Nope. We know the location. We know the time. We know nothing else. And lo and behold, if he did not bring us both to peace, not long before the trip, I mean, it was less than two weeks. And he said, go to the computer now. And I want you to look. And there was a place that came on that day, a VRBO that opened up for our week that particular day, nicer than anything that I had looked at a third of the cost. Oh my. Yes. A third of the cost. I did that whole vacation for next to nothing. Oh, man. And and that was just him saying, oh, and then the kicker, when you pull up the photos, you see on there on the, the picture of the master bedroom, a big pillow that says blessed. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you have such a good sense of humor. Because even in something as small as that, he was reminding me, you can have your way or you can have mine that's best and none better, but walk with me in the process and trust me because I'm working both sides of this. Yeah. Now, as you describe that, um, uh, how did that happen where you got the checking to say uh, you have to wait? What, 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 what is that, uh, what is that, that was, like? What is that like so that we can help the audience again remember? Yeah, that's good. Because uh, a lot of people say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys, you know, you, you got some spiritual, uh, you know, special stuff uh, that the rest of us don't have. And what we're saying is, well, that's not true at all. Right. Um, Really, uh, for me. Oh, go ahead. And that everybody, God says, um, is the Holy Spirit is guiding yeah. all his children into all the truth. So it's not mm-hmm. special. It's not unique. It's available right. to everybody. But how, do, how does it, what does that look like when you went so, through that? 
often for me, and in this place in particular, Colossians 3.15 comes to mind, the peace of God will rule your heart. And that that word for rule we've talked about before is brombeo, which is to literally umpire, yeah. tell you when you're in and when you're out. Yeah. And as I'm sitting there spending all this time on there, and I'm looking at this, there was no peace. Like I, I literally was beginning to feel just a little anxious. Like I was doing, and, and I just knew I've come to recognize it honestly, because I've done it and failed before too, Yes. where I've gone ahead and then, and then watched it fall apart. Um, but you recognize that. And so there was a lack of peace. And as soon as I'm learning and in that surrender interval, we've talked about that when I start to feel that lack of peace, I better go right back to his feet and check in. Because if I'm not feeling a peace in what I'm doing, I'm stepping out of what he's calling me to do, yes. whether it's for a moment or for a week or for, you know, whatever the case is, that is probably one of the biggest indicators for me personally is when I feel that lack of peace or, or that sort of thing. And so then I just need to come back and check in. Did you really say, you know, and he's like, yeah, I really said, I said, Anna Maria Island. I said, April vacation. Did you say, no, I did not say to book that place. Can you stop until I tell you what else to do? Right. right. <laughs> right. And so we'll, uh, actually wrote a time already and we'll pick this up. Uh, we'll actually pick this up tomorrow and talk about this process of, well, how do you hear from the Holy spirit, um, mm -hmm. as you are processing things, uh, together, uh, because again, it's not a strange thing. It's, it's a beautiful thing as he walks with you. And, I, and I've thrown up here, again, if you have questions, uh, you know, put comments on the YouTube. Uh, uh, you can email us at, at questions at afjministry.com, questions mm -hmm. at afjministry.com. Uh, and uh, as you're trying to understand this, uh, you know, we welcome everybody to ask us anything as specific as you want to, uh, mm -hmm. that we can help unpack it, as well as keep encouraging you of where to go in the word, uh, and to abide and to receive these these truths and then to experience it. So um, we uh, will pick up tomorrow this whole aspect of what Kathy just described is she got checked. Uh, mm -hmm. And nope, uh, I didn't say do this yet. Um, and that's how beautiful this relationship is. So mm -hmm. Kathy, we'll pick it up again tomorrow. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. Okay. Have a great right. afternoon. We'll see everybody. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.